said like 50 bucks. Who won the bet? The Dow doesn't take bets. No, no, sorry. Uh, the Dow doesn't take sides. It gives birth to both good and evil. The master doesn't take sides. She welcomes both saints and sinners. The Dow is like a bellows. It is empty yet infinitely capable. Oh, like Avi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more you use it, the more it produces. The more you talk of it, the less you understand. Hold on to the center, baby. That is your Tao Te Ching uh, reading. You know, there's a few people in the in the audience, like 99% are like, what the fuck? And 1% is like, oh, my God. He just <laughs> spoke to me. Oh, my. Uh, hey, uh, Mike McCaskey, I'm rich. Me too, baby. Me too. Welcome to the club. Uh, Rambler, what's up? You're at the airport? Cool. You know, mm-hmm. people think you're weird. Uh, Audrey, hey, how are you? Paul, what's up, buddy? How you doing? How you doing? What is it? Nice part, dude. What the fuck is going on with your hair? Uh, but I but I appreciate the comment. 69th. A uh, Burby dude, second. Hey, good to see you. Sousa, first. Sousa's first. I saw Sousa before I saw any of you guys. <laughs> CJ. I don't like those odds. He's always like, that is God. Is really is that the rep? I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I'm 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 right on time. Uh, what's up, sexy folks? Susa, you recovered from the party yet? Everyone teased me for those Sevon photos. They thought I printed them out and left them on the tables. On <laughs> uh, I don't even want to know what that's about. <laughs> You're freaking me out. I printed out all the photos we got from our 10-year anniversary, but there was like a crap load of them of you and Mike and Mike shirtless. So I like handed them to him and I was like, here you go, bro, your private collection. Hey, uh, there might. There, I hope there wasn't a white dollop on any of those photos. A white dollop. Uh, Josh, what's up, buddy? What is up? Still haven't forgotten the invite. I need to visit you. Ivana, hey. Want to love? Huh? Anytime, baby. Anytime. Okay. Uh, SC Fitness. Whatever that means. Santa Cruz Fitness. Adam. SC Fitness is like all up in my DMs these days. Keep me up late at night. Extra sloppy. Hey. Okay, listen. It is the Dave Castro uh, week in review. Review of the week in review. The Dave Castro. And I was like, hey, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this bullshit tonight. So I'm not going <laughs> to invite a lot of people. Oh, and Susan was the only one who could come. So, <laughs> um, I... Uh, Wow, 22 minutes. Holy shit. Well, we better not fool around. Settle in. Ready to party? Let's do it. Okay, let's go. Weekend review. December 4th, 2023. Cap, Michelle Latondre, not Cap, main site. Michelle Latondre is programming for main site for the next two weeks. So if if you want some cool, fun programming, check out the main site, CrossFit.com. Michelle is our guest programmer of this continuing effort we have going on with main site where we bring in community. Oh my God. A cis white woman's doing main site. How exciting members to program. She's a longtime games athlete, affiliate owner. She has her own programming platform now that she offers, um, affiliate programming, competitive programming and, and programming for just the average CrossFitter. She's also, uh, coaches. She coaches Patrick Valner and I think a number of other athletes. So, Michelle Latondre is our current guest programmer on main site. Michelle Latondre? Is he saying her name right? I, th- 
I don't know. I thought it was like Michelle Leton. Isn't it like the weird like French thing when you don't like really Le Tendre, Le Michel Le Tendre. Le Don. Le Don. Le Don. Oh, Le Don. Le Don. The Health Summit is February, early February. The Health Summit is early February. The Health Summit. It's in Austin, Texas. So check it out. Sign up if you haven't. Would love to see you there. We have a great. Oh my God, he's so excited. Wow, this is an amazing plug. (laughs) (laughs) The Health Summit in Austin. Did his dog just die? My God, what is wrong with this dude? This is at 1.25. It feels like it's at 0.75. It is? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Health Summit, Austin, Texas. February 3rd. You can, Dave will be there. You can ask him what he's on when he does the weekend review. My God. List of speakers. Um, there's going to be a couple panels. I will be on one of the panels. I don't know the topic yet. Also, I will, I will be leading a work. How the fuck could you be on a panel already and not know the topic? <laughs> hey, is that, that's like noble. We got a brand. We just don't know what we're going to sell. I'm on a panel, <laughs> but I don't know what it's about. That's weird, dude. That's so weird. Man, that's funny. Jeez. I think he's going to be on the day prior. So I think he might be on that panel with Jocko. Oh, okay. Check out him and Jocko. Then it's going to be about energy drinks and not wanting. It's going to be one guy telling all the SEAL stories and one guy who doesn't want to tell them. (laughs) One guy who can't get him out fast enough and the other guy who doesn't want to tell a single one. Uh, Yeah. I don't want. Leave Dave alone. He doesn't want to talk about SEAL stories. Our health summit in Austin, Texas in early February. The um, last week I was in Fort Worth for a day, checking out the venue and we were looking at layouts for different pieces of the competition, <coughs> um, where things were gonna go, where people were gonna be, not much in relation to the actual competition, but more in the logistics of everything and the behind the scenes and actually um, even Spectator Village, stuff like that. So a really good meeting. We, I think we got a lot done. So. Every time I go to that venue, I'm excited about the the event being there and the future um, of the games in that arena for the next year. So excited. For those of you who don't know, what he just said was, I went to fucking the game site and we said the events will be here. The warm up area will be here. The medical will be here. The media will be here. The vendor village. That's what they did. That's what it was. He went there and did that. And then probably also did work on some like thoughts on some events, too about that from there i flew to texas or not texas i flew to um north carolina and i went to fort bragg went to a friend's retirement really good event enjoyed it man had served 25 26 years in the army and so um really cool seeing him at his work getting when he says that that means it was a delta force guy uh if when he says the army that's dave's way of saying delta force that's the that's the regiment chuck norris was in Celebrated by those he served with. I had worked with the guy a long time ago, stayed in contact with him, still am close friends with him. And so it was a really special thing to be uh, at his retirement. For From those there, of you who don't know, Dave was a uh, uh, um, uh, Navy SEAL. I think they're called operators. Mm-hmm. There's different teams for the Navy SEALs. Dave was in the highest level team that you could be in, meaning that if you, you got the most fighting in general, that's what it means. You have the most most skills. You have the most CEUs, continued education units. <laughs> you can get at the Hell Summit. Yes, you can. And he also did a swap 
with Delta Force, meaning, you, uh, you know, like in the second grade, you might swap out with a, a different school somewhere. Well, he swapped out. Some of the SEALs went to Delta Force and some of the Delta Force guys came to the SEALs. I don't think it's a lot of dudes who do that. No, it's de it's called DevGrew, right? And the selection process for that is crazy. It's harder yeah. than even like the SEALs. Oh, I've heard that term used, de the development group. That's when it's mixed. Oh, you're talking about being SEAL Team 6 is DevGrew. Or when they mix them up, like you'll get a combat controller oh. from the Air Force, you get one of these Delta guys or a couple of these Delta guys, a couple of SEAL team and like get like the tip of the spear from each part and put them together for a mission. Okay. Yeah. Says this guy who doesn't know much about them. I thought there was, I thought it shows how much I know. I thought that us civilians called them SEAL team six, but SEALs don't call themselves that selves that they call themselves the development group but but uh, you but what you're saying is my bright some smart ass will tell us in the comments in a second yeah. dev group for sure or i anyway dave had a job where he got bad guys met up with some of our folks at 18th airborne corps with the army effort that we have going on and so that was cool that, that means right there that he went to go to his friend's retirement party but then build it to crossfit because he also did some work there the company card yeah yeah. Oh, okay. Adam, Dev Group is SEAL Team Six. Okay. So point uh, three, not point for Suze. Okay, good. We don't uh, know. Suze is called Big Bag of Nuts. But but all, but that was a that was day. Of, the first part was talking to us. The second part was talking to Don and uh, HR. Oh, just so you know, I did some work over there. Actually, have a we have courses going on in Europe too right now that just started a week ago. So we have courses for Third ID Third ID in Savannah, Georgia. That are going on and concurrently at the same time we have courses for third id that's cool as shit. at multiple different locations so really proud of the team really happy that um it's scaling like it is and we're able to make a powerful impact on hey if you're a crossfitter and you hear this you, this is fucking huge you want army fucking guys doing this shit you want all first responders um all law enforcement officers all military doing crossfit it is it is critical, in my opinion, to the success of the brand. It is like a big fuck you to the world. It's tip of the spear shit. And those guys come out and open affiliates and join gyms. And those guys tell a lot of people. Those guys are great for the brand. You got this dipshit in Dubai saying CrossFit's dead. Have you seen this fucking idiot? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, though. that was so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, this is like, yeah... It, when he's huddled in the corner and the fucking U.S. Army comes in and saves him from fucking Iran, uh, he, he won't be saying that shit. And all no. those guys do CrossFit. Yeah, okay, here we go. Look, agree, yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, bingo, yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, Dave handled the bad hombres, yes, thank you. Okay, here we go. Those soldiers by empowering them with the knowledge they need to make themselves better war fighters. And while I was there on the way back, I stopped off at two affiliates. Um, I actually stopped at like five, but a number of them were closed because it was that range from, from when um, after lunch to before four or five that affiliates typically aren't open. So as I was driving from Fort Bag to Raleigh, I Googled local affiliates or CrossFit, stopped off at a couple that were closed, three or four that were closed, and then ended up hitting a couple, so two that were open. Great visits. Um, they were super close to RDU, the airport, and had a good time talking to both um, affiliate owners. There are two gyms that are 800 meters apart. So the one is here and the other one is 800 meters down the road. And um, those two gyms get along great. One is really big and they have like a sports performance wing to it. The other is really small and um, they have very different looks, both fundamentally doing CrossFit inside and they're both affiliates. One, one with the sports performance also has a lot of non-CrossFit stuff. They have, even have batting cages. So, but really cool to see them both 
um, getting along and being so close. I've been to other locations where, well, Miami, even in Guido Trinidad's gym, I don't know if the other one's still open, but I know he is. For a while, his 200-meter or 200-yard turnaround point was another affiliate. I've also been to locations in San Diego where it's like that. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I endorse that. I'm also not saying it's a bad thing. What I'm simply doing is saying, I'm just highlighting, there are instances where gyms are close to each other and everyone gets along and everyone's doing fine. I acknowledge there are also circumstances where gyms are close together, CrossFit gyms, and they do not get along. Um, but it's not just if they're close together, there's issues with it. That's, that's not the case. I think sometimes people will make you try to believe that, but it's not always that way. Is that into the conversation we had last time? I wonder. With him on the show, or no? Because we were like Taylor and I were talking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, there is some of that. Depends on the proximity. Like, oh. if they're close, oh. it's going to be more competitive." Oh, oh, oh. I'm yeah. I mean, that's just oh. my yeah, idea. yeah. Like, we don't cares. believe in coincidences. Yeah, interesting. Right. Okay. okay. Um, I will say this. Um, so Dave was visiting gyms. That sounds like the day that the email went out to affiliates most affiliates susie didn't get one to most affiliates saying that their prices were going up by the way susie's prices aren't going up probably because he does the show and they're terrified of him he did not <laughs> get enough, the prices are actually going down excuse they, me they pay me now <laughs> so um so dave was out visiting affiliates that being said uh dave visits affiliates all the time he's so good at that yeah mm -hmm. what do you think about affiliates being closed during the middle of the day that's very right. typical mine is too like to classes but usually that's the time that like i'll get in there and work out or a couple of the coaches will work out like me albert when mike coaches he usually gets in there early works out at that time so we're usually op open but most are closed classes are going on it sounds like annie runs a class every half hour fucking 12 hours a day yeah well with the size of her gym she would have to to accommodate that many people right a thousand yeah that's that's good for them that's amazing that's yeah. nuts and she's and flat flattened at what it's flattened at a thousand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it flattened at 250k revenue a month. So uh, we're real disappointed. Hey, how bummed do you think those gyms were that watched this and like was like, oh, did he stop by and I missed it? Oh, right, right. I'm so bummed. Yeah. You ever stop by your gym? No. Mm -mm. no. Got to invite a couple of times, but you invite him to the tenure. Invite him to the tenure. Mm -hmm. You invited Greg to the tenure. Katie Hogan was there. Katie Hogan was there. Yes, she was. Yeah. yeah. Craig yeah. Howard, you were there. The powerful Katie Hogan. Now I'll dive into comments. I, I mean that sincerely, by the way, too. She, that's a powerful human being. Yeah, that was awesome. That's charming, intense, beautiful, present. Mm -hmm. Cleans more than me. All that shit. All the all mm -hmm. the metrics of power. Works her ass off for all for all the affiliates out here. There you go. You do. You like her. You like your country manager. Yeah, I mean, she has such a huge region that, like, the fact that she's able to like keep up with it even at a small part is just nuts like they they really have a large expectation of her i mean she fulfills it but it's a lot of work yeah imagine she came out on a saturday to your uh yeah yeah she hates you <laughs> let's cross it affiliate fee is for licensing beyond that what hq is offering us is extra and well above and beyond 4500 is a low barrier to entry compared to most businesses so he's talking about the recent changes that we made with the affiliate agreement oh thanks we know we know <laughs> um we raised the fee the annual fee from 3000 to 4500 it'll take place it'll go into effect next year and we also added a level two requirement so every affiliate owner within a year of opening must have their l2 or for those who've been around for a while when they sign this licensing agreement 
they must get their level two within one year. The good news is 50% of affiliate owners currently have a level two. So if it's trending in the right direction, um, this move will just ensure that we get all of them to have their level two. Why the level two requirement? Because we believe the level two is a step in helping maintain a higher level of quality uh, within the affiliates, a higher level of training within the affiliates. And one way we can impact that and make it better is to have a requirement like that. So we think it makes a lot of sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. A lot of affiliates seem to be pretty supportive of it. And again, with this goal of trying to improve the quality and the quality specifically of on the, the, on the product, on the floor product, the actual training. And um, mm -hmm. it, it is cool to see the amount of support that that decision is getting. There's been less, I don't want to say less support, less, um, there's been more controversy around the actual fee increase, but still a lot of support for that too. And, and clearly Beach House CrossFit here is showing support. So appreciate that. Just to be clear, I think you can still open an affiliate with a level one. Yep. Then you have one year to get your level two. Mm -hmm. And 90 percent of the people who've communicated to me in dms which is hundreds of them more than in, in in just to my account alone not not including the podcast and on instagram um uh, in in the comments um have all said they're stoked on the level two that being said don't anyone try to figure this out because you guys don't know the most influential gym in all of crossfit the owner there will not be getting a level two. Hmm. Hmm. And so we will see, we, we may see this uh, come to a head that, that, that should be, that will be very interesting to see how they deal with that. Hmm. I see in the private chat. Striked my curiosity. <clears throat> yeah. I just realized that my, uh, my shit's it's, uh, mine, um, is expired. I have to go get it this month. <laughs> Well, you have a, you have a year to get it. No, no, no. Like my level two, I've already had for five years. Oh, oh. So, oh, so you're gonna be affiliate next week. Uh, it's it's Livermore Fitness. Yeah, Community Fitness of Livermore CFL. Yeah, this will be my third time. You will never guess the gym. You don't. You guys don't know the gym. That's what's amazing. Remember, yeah. even Jesus had a teacher, and you don't know who that teacher is. Mm. Mm. Very wise tonight. Thank you. It's it's because I'm 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 48 hours of just uh, ribeye and some sogo sticks. <laughs> nice clarity. Yeah, I bet I gotta get on that. Are you ready for OU to rock? Why does CrossFit continue to go without a media team? Do you think they're just oh that's the guy's name? Oh, oh, OU to rock, and then they okay. ask, why is CrossFit going without a media team? Okay, being stubborn, even if they just have a strong social media team, it can grow the business for both the affiliates and headquarters. Um, we do have a media team. I think. Uh, <laughs> Here we are. Davy. Uh, oh, Davy. Hey, you had a tell in that. Do you see that? Oh, no. But let's let's rewind it. Oh, Davy. 10 seconds. Watch what he does with the, with the jacket. For that, too. And, and clearly, Beach it. House CrossFit here is showing support. So appreciate that. At, are you? Is he flexing, showing the camo? Like, hey, careful. No, I, okay. I took it as I'm bundling up and I'm securing myself. Okay, I like that jacket. Okay, here we go. For OU to rock. Why does CrossFit continue to go without a media team? Do you think they're just being stubborn? Even if they just have a strong social media team, it can grow the business for both the affiliates and headquarters. Um, we do have a media team. I think when you say or when people say 
well, your first statement, why does CrossFit continue to go without a media team? We have a media team. We don't have the same type of media team we've had. I'm going to try using that one too. <laughs> using that one too. Okay. Uh, uh, we do have a media team. We don't have the same media team. In the past, there's been eras in our history where we've had media teams that were probably five times the size of our current one. Uh, we obviously don't have that now. We're not being stubborn. You said, do you think they're just being stubborn? Even if they just have a strong social media team, it can grow the business for both affiliates and headquarters. And I do agree. Media can grow the business for both affiliates and the headquarters. So again, we do have a media team. We're not being stubborn. We do realize that media can grow the affiliates and headquarters can grow the community. So we will continue to push. I will continue to push on our team and we will, hopefully you will see us do more media on the things that people like affiliate owners and trainers and the community want to see other than just always games content. I think we've, for the last several years, been a little biased towards games content. Even during the Greg era, there was a period where we were doing too much games content. Then Greg radically course corrected that by frankly getting rid of a lot of media and then we went in the other direction. And so um, we've been back and forth on where we are with the status of that and a lot of work to do there. Um, hopefully we'll show some vast improvement in the near future with that. At Mark Ave uh, I'm going, I went over to the, um, CrossFit YouTube station uh -huh. and I'm going to click on the videos button and there's a video. <laughs> uh, oh, look at, they got some pre rich phoning using CrossFit to train for the outdoors. Oh, they mm -hmm. got it. Is that what is that? They got a premiere coming up on December sixth. Notify me. I'm. I want to watch that. Notifications on. Um, they got a video that came out two days ago. That's three minutes long. They got a med ball clean demo. That's three days ago. That's cool. Then they got um something six days ago. Competition is not a dirty word. Seven days ago, CrossFit is for anybody. M fucking. That was the video that Hiller pointed out that they bought views for. That video is so fucking bad. It's crazy. It is so bad. You, you got to put out stuff that doesn't hurt the brand. Uh, then they got uh, seven days ago. So they've really upped their media. <laughs> they've like, I mean, they're putting out stuff every two days now. They got CrossFit Kids. They got Olympic lifting. Double unders. Dramatic changes. They got... So in the last two weeks, they have one, two, three. Well, let me see. Uh, hold on. A one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. They have fourteen pieces. They're averaging one piece a day. This is like just kind of. This is new. Mm -hmm. Before that, just so you know, then it goes three weeks, then four weeks, then and it just and then it gets really drawn out. So in the last two weeks, something has happened. Okay, so they did update. Is some of that recycled material too? Like the med ball clean demo? Is that like? Don't tell me it's Julie Fouché. No, it's it's actually uh, Eric O'Connor, who's the longest tenured L1, uh, longest tenured seminar staff. Like, oh, okay. I don't know if it's the longest, but most seminars. I mean, the guy's a complete stud. Cool. Chris, so it's it's old training partner. Mm -hmm. So it's new content. I think. Yeah, this is impressive. Well, okay. I, I, I would still say that they, I, as far as I know, that that is not true. They do not have a media team. They have a marketing team, mm. and 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 um, 
uh, I'm not just using, and that's how they think. They don't think like a media team. They think like marketing team, but, but, uh, man, it looks like I have a lot of content to watch. I, I didn't know that that was happening over there. So, okay. All right. 14, 14 videos, 14 days before that. It was like 14 videos, 14 months. Yeah. All right. Average, Mark average. I wonder if they'll bring back the, the app that we used to have. Hmm. You know what's crazy is I don't get notifications when those videos are posted. Either, yeah, either do I. And I have subscribe all. Yeah, and turn on notifications for all. Yeah, turn on notifications yeah. for all. Yeah, me too. Hopefully they keep ramping that up. I'd love to see. I think like at the minimum, we should see three pieces of content across every platform every day. Uh, by plat the, the platforms you're talking about are uh, YouTube, Instagram, yeah, Facebook. Okay. Fire up a TikTok, reach a younger generation, like all, every platform. There's no reason why. It doesn't like they have to make an individual video for those. They could shoot a bunch of stuff and then clip it into shorts and then package it for each individual platform and then publish it that way. Yeah. So, but then it, it should, it should just be, yeah, there should be a lot more. Uh, Fitcom Media, you type CrossFit into the search of YouTube, more Sevon content pops up than actual CrossFit channel. Yeah, they got to fix that. And, and, and if they keep publishing every day, they will fix that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Dude, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, Tyson Bajan. Yeah, that's cool. Got confirmation tonight. Quarterback for the Chicago Bears. The next day, Greg Glassman, founder and creator of CrossFit. Uh, the next day, Rich Froning. I think I just want to have like those people on every week. <laughs> just that, those three. Just that rotation. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday rotation. That'd be awesome. Tyson, Greg, Rich. This week was stacked. We had Annie and Rob this morning. Crazy. Tyson tomorrow, Greg Wednesday, Rich Thursday, Mayhem Boys on Friday. And Murray, Murray twice. Yeah. Winner of Wheelwad. Yep. Yeah. Congratulations, Tim. Tim Murray, winner of Wheelwad. Uh, Jedediah Snelson, also cha champions only on this. Yeah. <laughs> Winners, baby. Get Hunter back on here. You got, uh, I haven't seen yet. Hold on. Let me check one more thing. Uh, we'll talk afterwards. Mm hmm. We'll talk. Okay, we'll talk at first. Uh, I'll make a little note here. <laughs> something I want to ask you about because there, there was a uh, something published today that I haven't seen yet. I want to ask you about. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Dave, thanks for doing these great stuff and very formative. You've been transparent and genuine. The bomb was dropped today. Affiliate dues are going up. Please provide some general commentary on the matter, matter the decision making process, the survey, etc. Thank you in advance. So up above or previously a few minutes ago, I did talk about. Um, I gave some general commentary on the matter. In terms of the decision-making process, it's a decision that's been going on for a very long time, and we've had a lot of meetings and dialogue on. The survey, obviously, was to get a third party involved to kind of support with some third-party perspective, um, to, or to, to, to give us feedback on the direction we were going. And so that's what the survey was for, and, uh, and we have had a lot of discussion internally, and ultimately, we launched this week, and I think, um, I think it's going as well as it can be. Um, I think it could have gone way worse, and I don't think it's there. Hmm. What do you say? I think it could have gone way worse. I mean, before all that, I heard all I heard that last thing. I didn't hear the stuff in between him reading it and that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they had meetings. They had meetings, and they taxed that ass. Yeah, <laughs> and it could have oh, gone Davey. worse. <laughs> oh, Davy, Davy, what's that cord on the ground back there? 
A hard drive? Looks like it, huh? Oh, Davey. Okay, so... uh, Like, why did he even read that question? I mean, I think he has to, right? Because, like, everybody wants him to address it on here. He already ad- talked about it once. And yeah. like, he can't, he's not, he doesn't go, he doesn't read every question, does he? No, I think they're, uh, yeah, I think he picks them. Yeah. And no, no one's ever accused him of like, um, cherry pick, like avoiding hard questions. I like, feel like he picks the hard questions. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. At Mark Krager. Oh, wow. So the first one was at Mark Avage. This one's at, at Mark Krager. Okay. Uh, this one's long, so I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Hey, uh, so he, he printed he prints this shit out. Yeah. I wonder if he just does that, just copy, paste, prints it, and then just goes on this and does this a lot, like no read-through or anything. Maybe mm-hmm. that's, I don't know. That's interesting, right? At least he's framing it that Good way. morning. Today, the affiliate that I am a member of as of December sir, 1st will no longer be. This makes me sad. We'll still have the same programming, the same methodology, and most of the OGs will still be there. I have questions on topics of the games, like how are the games funded? The breakdown from affiliate fees to open fees, level one fees, and so on. Or do sponsors totally fund the games? All this guy just pivoted from my gym's cl- affiliating <laughs> to he wants a breakdown of games cost. <laughs> he wants financials. What's wrong with you guys who write these questions? <laughs> what are you tarded? <laughs> if you act tarded then and you ask Dave a question, then we can't even like rail on Dave. You got to at least like give us something to work with. We can't even. He should just crumple that up and go next. Also, do you think, okay, so I'll stop there. So no, the games aren't, I have questions, uh, I have the games funded. So sponsorship, open, um, all stages, we're trying to self-fund it and not have to take from the affiliate fees or the level ones to support the games. Has there been instances in the past where that has been the case? Yes, but um, but for the most part, a large amount of the funding for the games does come, I mean, if you can, do the math on some of that stuff. That's- hey, some of it should maybe come, maybe it's a little bit should come from the affiliates and from the L1 because it promotes them because it promotes them. Small piece, marketing piece, 5%, 10%, 40%. You could hand that over to like a live and loud type and license it and make money and not lose any. Okay. And Greg already did the it. Open. There's a, I forget who uh, said it, but it's kind of stuck with me. You subsidize uh, what you want more of and you tax what you want less of. Greg gave away all the free content about the L1s and education and everything else. Yeah, and yeah. he made you pay for the game stuff. He right, knew. Right. He was taxing the game stuff and he was subsidizing the education. What, but what about the fact that the mm-hmm. games um, helps promote uh, uh, all, all, the, all the other pieces of CrossFit? Could totally oh. just be self-funded. I just okay. don't think that. It could be. Yeah, it could be. It could it be. Should be. It, should be. it should be because if the games isn't profitable and it grows each year, mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna need more money to fund it each year. What if you found out that the affiliates, since you're just protecting IP, was ninety percent profitable? Wait, what? I didn't. What I if didn't... you found out that the affiliate dues, okay, were ninety percent profitable? So, so let's say a seminar is fifty percent profitable. So you charge a thousand bucks, company makes five hundred. What if you yeah. found out affiliate dues were ninety percent profitable? Meaning, you pay that forty five hundred bucks, and there's just a team of ten chicks just on the phone. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, and so that's, why not that's, give five or 10 or 20 or 30% of that to the games? Cause it helps promote people to take the L one and view it as a marketing arm. 
And what if you took that 90% and just dumped all of it back into improving education, improving what you could do for the affiliates, improving that media and everything else. And all well, you did was you could argue that it, you could that. argue that it brings people to the affiliates. It gives, it, it gives every, the games gives every affiliate um, one new member every year. You just really I mean, don't want, you really don't want the games. Listen, if we were selling cars, you would let us run commercials for the car company, wouldn't you? I would, I, because that's a straight investment into selling more cars. I'm not saying we also need to build the car lot. We need to build the building. We need to put everything inside. We need to spend resources on people to run it, operations, everything well, else. For the balloons and clown, clowns on Veterans Day and the barbecue meat. We, we, I'll pay for that. Yeah, yeah. pay for that. But I'm not paying for the whole thing. Isn't that no? Just a little piece. That's what I'm saying. Five or ten, ten. As long as you could do it. But it, here's the thing: you wouldn't have to do it because you could leverage the name Fittest on Earth. You could leverage the name CrossFit, mm. and you could give it to a like a loud and live type or a rogue or something like that. And you could allow them to run the event, so then they take on the cost of personnel and everything else. And then you just uh, they pay you a little bit, or you get some off top line for using the name. Mm. I wonder if then Dave works for both companies. He double dips. <laughs> you should just give it to Dave. Mm. He could probably fund it with a year and raise some money to do it. And he would probably do a really good job at keeping it relatively lean and impactful. Well, if he's not, they're going to fire him. <laughs> I, I thought he was education What? I thought he was education now. He's both. Hey, if they fired him from games, would he just land in education or did they fire him from both? That's well. Didn't wasn't his role already a dual role? Wasn't he doing education with Nicole in directing the games? And then well, they under said, Greg, he was. But yeah, but we didn't fire people unless you were on the media team. <laughs> yeah, they nobody got the. But what I'm saying is, is I wonder if now. Anyway, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so you know where me and uh, Sousa stand. He's a purist. He's a business biz, businessman. So that's a large piece. Or of he it. doesn't see the value of the games. And there's other elements even. Or too. I'm exaggerating the value the actual tickets and registration at the events and at the games and um, that help fund the games. And with all of that, it's incredibly expensive to run the games and or um, any of those in-person events, especially something the scale of the games. Hold on. Also, do you think most of the games athletes train in an affiliate full-time? Uh, I don't think so. I think um, a lot of them train in um, – well, actually, maybe. Well, so let me restate this question. Also, do you think most of the games athletes train in affiliate full time? So the games athletes, I'm going to define as the athletes who qualified for the games, individuals. So call it 40 and 40. Since a lot of them train at training camps, a lot of those training camps are in affiliates. I would say yes. I think a lot of them do train of that 40 and 40, the 80 in affiliates via a training camp. Um, I think there's also a lot who train at home or do their own thing or have their own unaffiliated gym. But I guess, but I don't say any of that with conviction. I could be, someone could say, hey, actually 70% of them all train um, at home and all train in their garage gyms. And that wouldn't be a surprise to me. I'm just, I'm not paying close enough attention to that to know. But I would say, but I, do think but I would say if you included are. semifinals athletes as games athletes, which you kind of could, um, then I bet you it's 90%, 95% training an affiliate. Yeah. But the problem is who cares where they train? What do they promote? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're back on that. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, I'm not, I'm not uh, alluding to anything. Right. Yeah. And I also think to your point, well, again, when they walk around with those nice ass bodies, they're promoting some shit. Yeah. Themselves and the way they look and buy my new supplement and buy my well, new mattress. Well, like, hey, how'd you get that body? And you're like, CrossFit. CrossFit. Yeah. Okay. If you could get close enough to talk to them. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I The way that it was done early on was the best possible way to link those two things together where you had those games athletes that were also red shirts that you were going in and filming them inside of their affiliates. And you had Graham Holberg who coached a class and then had a two-hour break and ate some food and got his training in and then coached another class. You had yeah. um, Rich who did that all the time. I mean, oh, wow. Yeah. So, so you're saying that maybe you used to be more comfortable with that model being subsidized when the affiliates, when they were actually affiliate owners slash red shirt slash participants in the community, but not just one little. Wow. Okay. When I went to the affiliate owner, you're a participant in the games and the affiliates and the media because you're doing all that, all of it. Yeah. And when I took my L1, I was so stoked. I remember like getting in line and seeing it. Like my staff was Neil Maddox, Jason Kalipa, Miranda, and Pat Barber. And like to get in there with those room with those guys, I mean, it was crazy. You were like, oh, I'm so stoked for this, you know? And not like all of them had to be, um, you know, highlighted games athletes, but it mattered a lot. And that connection and that link also too, I was just thinking about this today. The fact that there was a CrossFit HQ was huge you needed to have a mecca if you're going to lead a culture movement which is what what crossfit is what what crossfit was it's like you have to have that home church and i remember even driving mistake that greg ever got rid of the crossfit santa cruz gym by the way that was that was the mecca people came there and took pictures there we should have always kept that he should have bought the fucking building i always wanted to build a new one and no one was for it i was i was i was a lone person who wanted to build a place where people could come and like take a picture and get a special shirt. Yep, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Need a Mecca. Yep. <clears throat> sad, sad. That's a huge, huge, huge yeah. point. You Well, you know what happened? Probably Dave didn't support it because you know where the default Mecca is now. The ranch. The ranch. Yeah. yeah, but the ranch had its own special place. You could have had, right. they all could have existed. Yeah. There was no competition. And they're close to each other. Yeah, super close. I mean, I remember driving by Scotts Valley and you go to, and you would like see the building from the freeway. Yeah, driving yeah. up and like Grace and I'd be like, "Oh, that's it, that's it. Okay, let's just go drive by it." And we would like circle through the parking lot, and you would see the rig outside, and you were like, "Holy shit!" You know, there it is, CrossFit HQ. That's important, man. Maybe I should make my house the mecca. Yeah. Oh, somebody sent me something for you today. What? Sorry, I opened your mail. Oh. I just I was an Amazon package across the living room. When I opened it up, it was uh, pictures of uh, things in nature that look like dicks. Seriously. Seriously, it's a calendar. And I was like, oh, I looked at the name to see who bought it. Your name was on it. So somebody must have bought it and sent it. So I'll bring it to you. <laughs> I wonder where I'm going to hang that. Yeah. All right. Because of this idea, I said a lot of more training in training camps, and some of these training camps seem to be based out of affiliates. There used to be a rule for teams to train in one, why not individuals? I don't think that matters. I miss the grassroots videos that were produced years ago. Yes, we made a lot of cool stuff years ago. I think um, it would be cool to see some of that stuff again. Why not send some videographers with your L1 to L4 seminar staff to those seminars and do some athlete interviews on why CrossFit is so important to them? Yes, I agree. That'd be a great. Who the fuck wrote that? Did I write this? Is Are these my questions? There is a couple of them that I'm like, did these come from stuff from the show? <laughs> right? Like there's a couple talking points. Piece of media to have and a great strategy um, to attack uh, some of the media projects. Hell, why not hire some videographers to follow you around the world? I'm not that type of guy. Uh, to show us CrossFit lifestyles, how other affiliates are successful. I know it's not the job of HQ and their employees to make sure affiliates are successful, or maybe I'm totally wrong at this point. I think now we're definitely taking perspective where we do want to help um, affiliates be successful and we do want to take it on us to set them up um, with the tools and put them on a path to be successful. So 
we think of it as our job now. Hmm. Hmm. They think of it as their job to set affiliates on the path to success. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Okay. Like in the bottom line is, yeah. Without a tangible, like I'm going to show up there and go into your Safeway next to your gym and bring people there. You know, yeah. Like I mean, pointing it, at something by letting you by giving you the the L one, having you take the L one and letting you use the name. That I mean that puts you on the path. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Here is tracking the data. Did I, did I give you Nick Urankar's contact? Yes. Okay. On closures, online presence is down for CrossFit. Personally, I will never leave this lifestyle that I've embraced over the past six years. It's time for CrossFit to spend some money on promoting again, and only people like you can ha make it happen. Uh, I disagree that only people like me can make it happen. There's a lot of other people. Uh, so, the, fuck, this is a whole, this is like 20 minutes of just people asking for more media. Yep. Who can contribute to making it happen. But I am doing my part and trying to be a significant contributor in that realm to make this happen. So, um, uh, Frank, uh, Dubok, Frank Dubok. Frank, do we, do we text message? There's a Frank in my, in my text messages. Anyway, someone knows Greg's plan, but he won't tell us. I do know, I do know, and I will share with you that he's sending the jet out tomorrow morning to pick me and my family up, take us to Scottsdale. Booyah. I'm working on it. Um, at Troy Martin, seven, eight, three, six, any update on the olive oil? I, I think I should be launched very soon, but I also feel like I've been saying that for a very long time. So, um, I definitely need it launched before Christmas. That's a huge miss if I don't make that. I've also been, um, stretched in, let's say like I have a lot going on with CrossFit and some of this other stuff. So I haven't been able to drive that like I need it because it's a one man operation at this point, but, um, I'm working on it at live in. Dude, Dave, the olive oil is going to be huge. Have you reached out to Dave and asked him if you could help him with the olive oil? No, I didn't reach out with him. We had a conversation about it twice, no. actually. I'm going to offer your services. Are you cool with that? Yeah. All right. Hey, I know a guy, a business guy. He can help you with it. He'll lube you up real good. Olive oil. Yeah. WT style. From a functional standpoint, I have not seen a rationale regarding handstand walking or other inverted movements. These muscle groups can be activated using much safer movements. I'm interested in hearing your thoughts and other movements that might not fully translate to routine daily functions. As soon as he said safer, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. So that guy's saying he doesn't think you should walk upside down because it's not safe. Yeah. I just feel like that's just limiting. Yeah. Like shut the fuck up. Yeah. Great question. No, so, no, not a great question. Uh, no, <laughs> I am interested in hearing your thoughts and other movements that might not fully translate into routine daily functions. So oftentimes with these functional movements, one of the talking points in um, regards to describing them is that they're found in life and they're natural and they're found in everyday um, situations like a deadlift, picking stuff off the ground, like a press. Um, you can make a strong argument that a handstand pushup or handstand walking is never found in life. So that's why we say one of the describing factors of functional movements is um, that they're found in everyday life. But what we ultimately say, but the most important describing factor of functional movements is that they move large loads, long distances, and quickly. So large loads, long distances, and quickly. You think of um, uh, the load being the inverted 
body, call it I'm 185 pounds, call it 185 pounds inverted. In the case of a handstand walk, 174 pounds at most. Um, covering X distance with um, your body, the 185 pounds, there's a long distance. And some people, if you take a look at Daniel Brandon, they can do it incredibly fast. So by that criteria, it kind of, it makes the mark in one regard, but also in the actual body awareness, the kinesthetic awareness, the actual um, balance required being inverted, the strength and balance combined well in that inverted position is tremendous and has tremendous carryover to um, athleticism in general. So there's some things that you could say wouldn't meet perfectly all of our um, describing elements of functional movements, but that are still really good for the adaptations that you get from them or for um, the bang from the buck that you do when, when doing these. I'll tell you this much. So if you could say, hey, I'll give you a 300 pound strict press or you can have the handstand, or let's say something more realistic, a 225 strict press, um, or the handstand or inverted ability of someone like Dave Durante, I would take what Dave Durante and his body control and his ability to get in the inverted position and have complete control over um, that aspect of his world. I would take that any day over the strict press. I've also, through my years of being involved, I've never seen anyone with, or let me say this, anyone who's really good inverted and on their hands, um, handstand push-ups, walking, has a really good strict press. It definitely doesn't go the other way. Just because you have a good strict press doesn't mean you're really good inverted and um, in those gymnastics positions. So I would definitely put a premium on um, the inverted strength, the inverted static body weight strength over the static strict shoulder press strength. I also think you said those muscle groups can be activated using much safer movements. So much safer movements for who? And what I mean by that is, there, yeah, there are some people who for sure in their development in fitness or CrossFit aren't ready to be inverted. For those people, um, some push-ups or some strict press or some really light press is appropriate. But then there's plenty of people who um, in their journey, where they're at, are totally okay to kick up on a wall or to kick up into a handstand and try to walk. And it's completely safe. So um, I wouldn't say it's not safe you need more context with who you're talking about in regards to that. At Mr. Justin 726. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I'm glad he made the point about having the really large strict press won't carry over to the handstand stuff, but the handstand stuff is way more likely to carry over to the strict, to the heavy strict press. That was the point I was going to make. <clears throat> Seems like anytime people talk about Hiller, his supporters jump in and say his message is, is misconstrued or that we aren't capable of understanding his goals. Well, that just makes it sound like he actually has no clear recognizable set plan, mission, or specific outcome in mind. I've been saying this for a while. He's just out there, out here to feed off of drama and make content. Nothing wrong with that. But for others to claim that there's some benevolent purpose for his rants just seems foolish. No matter what CrossFit, HQ, or uh, the, uh, the staff does, Hiller is going to be critical. Otherwise, he'd have no comment content. So in all of that, that's my, Mr. Justin 726 thoughts. Um, at Michael PTM 2269. What's that smoke? <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> Look at Bernie Gannon. Dave <laughs> Oh shit. Just wrote that one in to read it. Then just uh, slight pause. Mike 527. <laughs> just go. Oh, shit. 
Someone just asked me if Tank and Mike Halpin are becoming butt buddies. Is, what's going on in the comments? Did they There's just... no way that'll happen because Tank will scare him off with some doomsday thing. It's is it did December they, uh, now? Did they Tank? Are you in uh, Halpin? I just put a check mark on my account. Oh, all right. I, I mean, maybe use condom <laughs> or don't. Yeah. All right. Uh, wow. Um, uh, wow. He he reads a lot of tough questions, but um. That one was a little weird. That was like, hey, maybe I, I want to go over to Hiller's account and see. Um, and see, he said something to me really positive today. He's oh wow. He's like, I really liked uh, like Annie even more after watching that video interview with her today. A lot of people actually said that to me. I love that when that happens. Mm -hmm. oh, what a great interview. I really like that Annie girl. <laughs> Uh, hey, Sevon, how many uh, shots at 49er shots have you had? Oh, please. <laughs> the only, only the required ones. Yeah. Just the ones that let me eat at the restaurant and ride the parks at the rides at the amusement park. <laughs> I got a free hamburger with mine. Nicholas. Nicholas. That's a foreigner, Nicholas, right? Because it ends in A. That's, you think that's a foreigner, Nicholas Flores? It, it could be, but no, I got a buddy who's not a foreigner who has the name spelled the same way. Nicholas Flores. Nicholas, you know there's no such thing as Mexicans, right? <laughs> you guys are just Native Americans that got raped by Spaniards, and then you were part of a psyop. <laughs> a psyop. Look at Dave's like all Spaniard. He didn't even get any of the fucking little people in him. Look at him. <laughs> like Anglo. Hey, why do you read that comment? What? About Hiller. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know why he read it. Well, here's the thing. I want to drill him for it, but then I'm also like, but he reads all sorts of shit. I don't know. Maybe because maybe he just wants some clickbait drama. Maybe because Dave just wants some drama. Okay. Mm. I don't think it's like, what, why do you think he read it? I think he's courting Hiller in a way. He's been pricking Hiller. This is the third week in a row. He's, 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 he's poking Hiller. He's like, what's up? Yeah. I don't know. It's hard player. to tell. Like, does what's Hiller up, make Huh? He's like, what's up, player? You want a piece? They know each other. Oh, no, I know. They hung uh, out at the ranch. Mm hmm. Yeah, I just wonder how, like, I don't know. I just wonder how Dave perceives it at work and stuff like that. Like, is it a good thing for him? Does it make his life harder? Is it annoying? What do you wish he Actually, Hiller's uh, um, passion. Hiller's Hiller's art. Hiller yeah. art. Hiller art. Yeah. The aerosol art. Aerosol art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, foo. What can you put? Um, Hiller's rule is necessary. Every sport has an anti-establishment voice. But it transitioned. You said, you said that? I'm not going to try to pronounce it. Foo? Oh, someone Oh, someone wrote that in the comments. Is this like a joke one? Oh. Uh, oh, 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 oh. There it is. Uh, foo canal. Foo canal. Foo canal. Fuck canal. Fuck canal. Fuck all. Fuck, fuck canal. Foo, foo canal. Uh, okay, Hiller's rule is necessary. Every sport has the anti-establishment voice. Well, you remember he Dave had said that early on. <laughs> Like yeah, that was when Hiller was really focused on games content. Wow. Right? Well, Dave didn't work on the games team. Hiller was a necessary participant. Yeah. and But then also his content, nah, I don't think it shifted because he always made stuff about CrossFit in general, and he always talked about the affiliates and stuff like that. Um, that might have been only like 10 to 90%, right? 10% CrossFit at large affiliates, 90% games content. Um, but in the recent, it seems like it shifted a little bit. And also there's not a lot of games content going on right now. So dear CrossFit HQ. 
This boy has moved into our neighborhood. His name is Andrew Hiller. Miranda Alcarez and Julian Alcarez and myself were hanging out and we saw him showering in the front yard. He has a huge dick. <laughs> Me and Julian and Miranda decided to befriend Hiller. What are you guys going to do? <laughs> you're gonna take it in the face is what you uh, what are you gonna do listen people you think fucking you think fucking miranda and julian and sevon are fucking dipshits and matt Souza's dipshits you think mm-hmm. when we saw fucking hiller fucking sunbathing naked in his front yard we were just like gonna ignore him <laughs> fucking retarded went over there and laid next to him yeah fucking <clears throat> put suntan lotion on that motherfucker's back <laughs> You think you think you think it was an accident that Miranda and Julian invited him up to the fucking street parking fucking media mecca? <laughs> Listen, don't be stupid. Cauliflower ears and huge dongs, those are the dudes you want as friends. Generally speaking. All right, here we go. Smoke or wood fire always going behind you. Thanks for all you do. So I have a 65 acre ranch. We have a lot of oak trees. We have a lot of oak trees that are continually falling. We have a lot of oak trees that fall and that I cut up and then I split and I make into firewood. I'm actually selling firewood. If anybody wants to buy any firewood, I have a bunch that I'm selling. Um, and I have that cool fire pit, my proud pyro. I also have one at my house and it's on wheels and I can wheel it anywhere I want. And so it's cold right now. And so in the, during the cold season, I always have a fire going on. And in between calls or after something like this, I'll go out and stand by the fire and it's a nice little reset. Um, and since I have a lot of firewood, um, I have the fire going on all day. Um, and it's nice. I enjoy just being out there and kind of resetting and, and gathering around the fire for a, a break, for a mental break at times. So that's what the fire pit is. All right. Thanks for tuning in. That's uh, the Week in Review. I would say I was tuned in for 80% of that. I tuned out for a small portion. That was good. Yeah. I like when he does little bits on like, um, you know, we'll say something like that. Oh, the salute's cool. But like the fire pit thing or like he gives you little insights to like his day and shit, you know. Like that little insight about the fire makes me think now like Dave like gets up in the morning, grabs his cup of coffee, heads over to the ranch, like does some ranch tour, does some shooting, does his Zoom calls, goes out by the fire, you know, works out, comes back in, you know, it's kind of cool. Because normally we never get any insight on Dave unless make you're some call, make some bullets, shoot some squirrels. Man, shit. All right. Um, and these are the comments for ne- for next week already pouring in. All right. Uh. Tomorrow morning, um, Tyson Bajan. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do a trip to the inland. Five or 600 mi- miles, five or 600 miles. Is that plane, a small plane like that? Does that shit move around a lot? No. I don't know. I'll be just sitting in my leather chair on the internet. Fuck, that's cool. Maybe, maybe making some phone calls since i have my like deal with flying i always just thought i would just everybody else would be having a good time in a private jet and i'd just be white knuckling dude this fucking thing goes so high this thing flies higher than um this thing flies at like twenty nine thousand feet it goes way up where there's nothing oh, uh, dude, we fly a bit above the big commercial airliners it's fucking it's cush no i'm not drinking i'm not drinking 
Am I drinking? I just, I just, I'm ribeye. Rib, do I eat ribeye? What do I eat? Ribeye. I eat ribeye. That's it. I don't drink. I don't drink alcohol. I'm going to get on my high, high horse. Look at my fucking face is already looking like 55 hours in. I look like a young man already. <laughs> yeah. I, would someone ever follow the qualifying for Olympic weightlifting? Yeah. Fucking follow Tim Murray into wheel watch. Like I'll fucking follow. Yeah. Like, Jedediah Snelson. How cool is it that both those guys won? I pick winners. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We pick winners. I love that. I love seeing people, contributors of the show out there kicking ass. We just fucked up because Tim didn't have a CEO shirt. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh, Travis is sending him some CEO shirts. Make sure you get CEO shirts for Christmas for crying out loud. Remember, every every CEO shirt you buy, um, your family members and your friends will be happy. And, and I'll be wealthier. Gabe Espy, as you see, Matt Souza doesn't have cauliflower ears. Hmm. <laughs> so you know what that means. <laughs> There's only two options. Sarah Gox, let's see meat and spritzers. Yeah. So then from uh, from going to the uh, uh, Glassman uh, estate, I will be uh, shifting locations directly and beelining for the west coast of the North American continent. To MAGA country. <laughs> you, MAGA. My mom and dad heard me say that shit. They'd fucking die. <laughs> I'm going to MAGA country. I am though. Got my rally flag. Listen, if you think California is fucking woke, you have to go to Newport Beach, California. Sarah will take me to the yacht club. We'll go in a little dinghy. And paddle around and fucking be looking at just the boats that are bigger than my house with big American flags and Trump, Trump everywhere. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Nice police officers. No scumbags on the street. Oh, God. I, it's kind of weird. It, that used to just be normal when I was a kid. Newport. Mm -hmm. Like just like a. All right. So hopefully I'll still be doing. Um, did you see the debate by highlights? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Between Newsom and uh, DeSantis. Um, how soon will you be asleep after we get off this podcast? Um. Probably not. I'll probably still end up going to bed like a little after 10 or at 10. Oh, not like in 12 minutes? No. I wish. Um, uh, where, uh, where, uh, there was one more. Uh, Torian. Oh, so Friday we are going to – Friday I'm going to try my best to do a Cross the Games update show. We'll be talking about the Torian Pro or whatever the fuck that thing is going on in um, right now in um, Australia. We'll be talking mm -hmm. about Wheelwad. Uh, maybe um, I think maybe we should even get uh, Tim or Jedediah or maybe even Kevin Ogar to come on for 15, 20 minutes and talk about wheel what happened. Here's some funny stories. Uh, Jedediah told me one time that he was rushing home between uh, events or to the, his hotel room so he didn't shit his pants. That could be a funny story. Poop stories are always fun. Um, <laughs> Staple around here. Uh, find out like uh, if, how Mikey swoosh was. We'll give, give a little love to our little, little buddy Mikey. Um, but yeah, so we will be doing the Cross Games update show. I think we have right now on deck. We have Spin, yep, Andrew Hiller, yep, and John Young. 
And Andrew does not do a lot of the CrossFit Games update show, so it's gonna, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, that's a great lineup. Spin will have the facts. Uh, Young will have the, um, I don't know what he had brings, analysis. Hiller will have the uh, the the judgment. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll do the 14-year-old boy dirty humor talk. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I love you guys. Thanks uh, for staying up late. Uh, if you're wondering why it happened so late tonight, blame Dave.